cliffcentral.com Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com This is Future CEOs on Cliff Central. My name is Gareth Armstrong. What is the show all about? We are here to help close the gap between those who are doing and doing really well and all of you who are aspirational, you're ambitious, you see that corner office, you say that it's it's you want it. Um, so you know, we, we try to help you grow your career, expedite the growth of your business. And this half hour, we're going to be talking to a couple of entrepreneurs who are working in the digital space. We, got, we want to talk to them about their journey, understand how, where they come from, how did they get to where they are today and what their aspirations are. Um, but uh, Tabo, when I say aspirations, what comes to your mind? Aspirations. Uh, aspiration, what comes to mind is being your own boss, determining okay. how much you make at the end of the month. All right. Um, also being an entrepreneur and a leader and being able to give back to the community. So um, it's, 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 it's all about it's, it's all about. Um, you know, um, it's all about entrepreneurship, innovation, mm. and, 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 and pretty much, you know, making it. Making it is an interesting word because I think making it is relative. You, you spoke about um, being able to give back to the community. That's one way of making it. There's a, a couple of different things that you highlighted as, as your aspirations. Before we go there, we're going to get there. Tell everyone in our future CS community who are listening, who are wondering who you are, who you are. Please, Tabo. <laughs> yes, sir. my name is Tabo Mpate. Um, I'm a co-founder and director at AfriTorch Digital. Um, I run the company with a business partner of mine, Michelle Katuta. So um, what we do is we're, an online and we're online and digital innovators in the market research industry. So we enable researchers with online solutions to gather insights by developing the tools and the technology to conduct like, like more your quantitative and your qualitative type of research online. But, but you're an entrepreneur at heart though, right? So, I mean, so you said be your own boss. You really want to be able to determine what your paycheck is at the end of the day. That can be a scary prospect. No, not at all. For not me, at all. For me, for, for me, yes, it is risky. A lot of people like the security, mm. um, but for me, it's about building a uh, building an empire. But not only building an empire, but l- also building a legacy that you can leave back for family and 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 also going back and giving back to the community and empowering other people. You know, I'm from Soweto. I'm from the township, um, and 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 me and and what the business and and its objective is is growing, but also going back. And bringing people from the township along mm. on the journey with and empowering some of our, 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 our young youth and entrepreneurs and people who want to be entrepreneurs in, in township areas. So let's talk a little bit about the beginnings of your journey because sometimes people are thrust into entrepreneurship and they call it entrepreneurship, but they're not really entrepreneurs because it's a special breed of, of person. But then you get these special individuals that just are entrepreneurial and they, uh, they, they don't care about that security. As you, that's <laughs> a supposed security of a, a nine to five in a large organization. Uh, let's talk about you. Where did the, where did you where do you feel like the beginnings of this entrepreneurial spirit began? When did you notice it in yourself? Um, I've always had that in me um, through throughout school, throughout the the the, the, the number of the number of uh, employers that I've had. But um, you all, we all have to start somewhere, so you have to be employed so you can learn the skill and mm. you can learn the craft. So um, I've worked for quite a number of um, uh, quite a number of research agencies, uh, very big research agencies here in South Africa, and that's mm. where I learned my craft and I mastered my craft. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm a salesperson at heart. Business development is my thing, and that's the role that I play that I play in the business. Um, and 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 I 
it's just that I got to a point where I wanted to build, I wanted to build something. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to grow. And, um, I was tired uh, at the end of the month, always knowing how much it is that I get at the end of the month. And I knew that I had a skill set that I can develop and, and, and grow a company with. Uh, but, uh, but you must have felt it somewhere, right? You must have been sitting in school. Let me jump, let me jump and ask this a different way. I, I was fortunate enough to sit a couple of meters away from Richard Branson. Just, to, just, to, I was in the second row. He was right there. Uh, this is a man that's revered, but it's a man that started and he had this, he, he dropped out of school yes. and then he decided to sell advertising in a, a magazine that he created or him and his friends created, mm-hmm. um, as well as a couple of other things that he was doing. That was an, a very early indication that he was not going to be doing anything else but his own thing. Where did you, where did it bite for you? When did it, where did it come together for you? Um, you see, the thing is, um, while growing up, we, I had quite a number of mentors. Okay. So mentors who ran their own businesses. And, um, I, I, I saw, I saw what it is that they were doing in terms of what it is that they were growing and how it is that they were giving back to the community. And I was never comfortable always working for an employer. I, I, I always had that urge. I always had that yearning. I always had that hunger to be in the field, to be making my own money, not only making my own money, but to be, to be growing something that I can give back to the generations to come, my generation, my kids, and, 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 and growing something that, 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 that's, that's more longitudinal and sustainable. Well, Otaba, you're part of a dynamic duo, I think. So maybe we should go to the other half of this duo. Yes. M- Michelle, welcome to the Future CEO's show here at Close Central. It's good to have you here. Thank you, guys. Thank you to be here. Um, so please, we were just exploring the roots of this thing, which is starting your own business, entrepreneurship. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, please, uh, maybe a quickly 30-second pitch of who you are um, to our Future Series community, please. Yes, uh, I'm a co-founder and CEO of Arfitos Digital. We started the business um, basically in May. Okay, so you're nice and, nice and fresh. Well, congratulations mm-hmm. to, do, taking that step. And, and yourself, the, so you're, you're the founder. Just tell us about yourself a little. Yes, uh, I come from a, a software engineering background. Okay. And about uh, four years ago, I moved into the digital space. And the idea was always to uh, use the new digital environment to empower brands and companies to move forward. But why, why were you doing that? So let's go into the heart of, of you. Uh, Tabo was just saying that he felt this entrepreneurial spirit throughout his life. You were, you've got a certain kind of background. Did you feel entrepreneurial early on in your life? Or is this happenstance? I think every, I would say that every move I've made since I've left varsity has always been to get to this point. Okay. Uh, basically, all the jobs I've gone at, uh, you know, all the opportunities that I've used, I've, uh, I've taken, has actually been for the drive to get where we are today. So, so strategic, I mean, very planned. Uh, yes, that's yes. smart. It's smart to do. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that, that's what's been, that's what's been part of what drive has driven our success is the fact that um, a lot of, a lot of planning was taken into, I met, I met Michelle at, we actually used to work for one employer and Mm. that's when we decided that, you know, we'd go into business together. So it took a lot of learning and it was quite a journey and it took a lot of planning. So we knew the objective, we knew what it is that we wanted to do, but we first needed to acquire the skill and acquire the networks. Well, I'm, I'm very interested in this idea of self-understanding, self-awareness, self-knowledge prior to stepping into a, a quite a risky 
um, thing, which is entrepreneurship. How did you come to a point where you were saying, actually, we need to acquire this first? Because lots of people just jump. They just go and they say, we'll build it on the way down. How did, why did you decide that you had to have a plan? And how did you come to that plan, please? So the first thing is that the, the idea is Africa has been, if I would say, left behind when it comes to digital. Most of the software companies and the digital provider build uh, their d- solution technology around uh, Europe, around America, and Africa has been left behind. So it needed uh, those who understand the African context, the African environment, to uh, to come up with a solution that will actually help Africa uh, leverage the value of consumer insight in Africa. And, and so you saw this early on, yes, and then, but then, but then it was a case of okay. So that's what we see. We mm. see a potential opportunity. Mm. Now we have to gear ourselves for that. We have to educate ourselves. How did you come to that understanding? How did you How did you know what you had to learn? Because often you have to know what you don't know in order to be able to pr- push ahead. Gareth, um, starting a business is not easy, and starting a business is scary and risky. Um, but it does take an element of, of, of taking away that fear of actually going ahead and start. And some of the things, you know, um, some of the things, yes, as, as much as we have planned, not everything was planned. Mm. We didn't have that road, roadmap or that blueprint to know that we would have this much success in such a short space of time. We didn't know. We had to jump mm. first. Sure. We had to jump first, take the risk, and a lot of the learnings we did along the way. But the skill and the understanding of 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 of, of the market and the online environment and Africa, um, and and the networks that we, that we managed to build in, in in this short space of time is what has assisted us and helped us in terms of being so successful in being able to conduct digital and online research in Africa. Michelle, let's talk a little bit about starting a business with someone. That's mm-hmm. not always the easiest thing to do, but uh, an entrepreneur once sat me down uh, at a, a small dinner. We were just having a conversation, and, he's, and he asked me about what I was doing, and he said, Gareth, if you don't have a business partner, you're going to fail. So this is a, it's an interesting dynamic to, on the one hand, want to be independent, but on the other hand, then you've got this, this relationship, this interesting relationship that another uh, founder sh- said was like a marriage. Um, is that what you're finding? What, what's the, what has it been like, that dynamic? Yes, it's been said that uh, most successful um, startup actually is based on the fact that there are more than one founder. Mm. And um, the the most important thing with Tabo and I is, actually, is the trust. Uh, you know, and I know that if I do jump from a bridge, you know, he will be there to 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 catch me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So and and that, good trust. Is, that is why I can close my eyes and see, you know, let a certain business. It's actually very. It's a decision that every uh, business person should actually think about, you know, because as you said, it's a marriage, and if you choose the wrong partner, that will actually be a very uh, detrimental to your business. And finding the person that you trust, you know, with all your heart, if I can put it that way, will actually ensure that you are uh, you are setting yourself up for for success. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's it's heartwarming when you says uh, when your business partner says, "I trust him with all of my heart." Tell us. How you did that, though, because it's one thing to meet because you met in a particular kind of context. Yeah. You perhaps hadn't known each other for very long, but you you, say, you you have the sense of trust. How did you develop that? Um, that that trust has been developed over time. But me and Michelle are very different to each other. Mm. So he complements all my weaknesses. 
and vice versa. So you'll find that I'm the more extrovert and he's more the introvert. Okay. He's more the guy that waits and thinks things through, whereas I'm the guy that says, come, let's jump. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Let's mm-hmm. go for it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the combination of the both brings a nice balance to our partnership. And I think that's why we've got that sense of trust between the both of us. But the trust has been over time. And um, knowing Michelle from the previous places where he's worked um, and the experience that he's got and the, the type of work that he's done has also given me that that the reassurance that you know I'm going into business with somebody who knows what they're doing, somebody I can trust, and somebody I can build an empire with. When there's such con- contrasting differences, though, uh, uh, trusting uh, trust is hard to develop. I, I'm I'm trying to get to how did you, even in spite of the fact that he's so very different to you, Michelle, how did you develop trust, especially being an introvert, which I am? Yeah. How do you, and trust doesn't come easy to me, yeah. certainly. How did you develop trust in Tabo, and uh, where you could say, okay, I know that when he walks out that door, he He's not going to do anything crazy, even though that's his natural inclination. Yeah. I think as a human being, we all have our own personality. And sometimes you find the shortfalls in in yourself. Mm. And the best way to actually complement yourself is actually to find someone who can complement that. Automatically, it becomes a coverage for you mm. uh, to move forward because you know, I don't have this, but he does have this. So even when um, I do get tired because I don't have the, the capacity or uh, the willingness to do this, because it's God that he's going to cover it. Mm. So that's how I think the dynamic of the trust comes into place. I guess there was also a lot of conversation that had to happen before starting a business together. I mean, trust can really be developed around goals and ambitions, can't it? Yes, so definitely. You, you both know that, well, we've got a plan. Year number one, this is what our expectation is. And so as one of you walk out the door, you can say, we know what our plan is. We know what our goals are. If it's left too ambiguous, perhaps that's where trust um, or doubt resides in this ambiguity. Thoughts on that? Um, I think... We both had a mutual vision mm. and with, with that mutual vision and with, with, with us wanting to start a business, it had to take one of us to take the giant leap. And so when, when, when I was the first to resign, um, from my previous employer, I was like, Michelle, um, I've done it. I've mm. resigned. Mm. Um, and Michelle came through and we both decided to do the, but I think what, what made this, what made this move a bit faster and a lot quicker was the fact that we both had that vision. We had a mutual vision. We both wanted to start this thing and it just needed to be started and we got it going. Mm. Yeah. So I want to move the conversation slightly to, to the, the, the business. And I, I, wanted, I looked at the website and you know what I found was that there was, I'm going to challenge you guys a little bit if, sure. I, if I may. Um, what I found was that there are a lot of different services that you are providing. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't go through all of them, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm a little concerned. And so maybe you can waylay some of my concern or help me with the, some of it mm-hmm. because it's, there's a broad spectrum of different services here. Mm-hmm. Um, often small, smaller firms or consulting firms or specialists in a particular area you you've got a, a broad range of different offerings um as an outsider looking in i'm saying well what are you specialists at shouldn't that be core how do you guys navigate these kinds of concerns all right so basically in one sentence we help organization generate consumer insight digitally okay and because we're a digital transformation company, we have a roadmap for specific businesses. It means that uh, a company might not do the full uh, uh, a specific service that we offer, might need 10% of the service that we offer. Mm. Or 
a different couple surveys. So we looked at the business and say, okay, you want to move forward in terms of generating insight. This is the size of, the, the size of your company. These are the, uh, um, the people you want to reach out. So this is the solution. So we are not a one-size-fits-all type of company, but we uh, provide a very tailored um, um, service to specific clients. Mm. So, Gareth, um, so what we've done is we've strategically positioned our company. We currently have no competitors and we're the only ones that are doing it in South Africa. So we're not a research agency, but we're technology providers. And using our technology, we're able to tap into consumers all over Africa. So we've built... So, so Tabo, I'm going to jump in here because this is a great forum to be able to do it. Perfect. Uh, if, if that's what you are, and you guys have been quite succinct in it, yes. then isn't, shouldn't it be reflected somewhere here? Because I, I'm getting mixed messages, and I'm not. I'm not uh, what, what we're doing is we're just highlighting an interesting insight here, yes. um, so that our listeners who are perhaps in a similar p- position, mm-hmm. similar age business, they can gain knowledge and understanding of why you've positioned in a particular kind of way, and what my my view of that is, mm-hmm. which is just a little bit different. Yeah. So I guess the question is, why did you choose then to to go? Multi-services So I'm, I'm looking at your website And there's six on the homepage There's six different areas here Why didn't you rather um, position yourself As you've just said to me now what, what, What's, the, what's the, the thought behind it? So all those different products Are all leading to one They're all digital and online products okay. within, within all the softwares that we use So um, if you see there It's all online communities So which is Torch Diaries um, You'll see it's, it's, it's a Torch Sample Which is sampling on an online community In Africa So we'll build online communities in Africa Nigeria, Kenya, Ghana So that um, researchers can be able to Sample those respondents using our online platforms. So all those products that you see there, yes, it might look like a number of products, but all those products are all online and digital solutions mm. using our platforms. To add to what you just said is that when you look at research, um, there are various components that make that ensure that your research is robust. Mm. So you have to look at the platform that you use. That's one thing we provide. You have to use as well at the sample. In Africa, we do give you that, that solution. So at the end of the day, we give you, we're giving you a streamlined um, product that you don't have to, uh, because at the moment, clients, they do tend to have to outsource one service on the sure, left, another one on sure. the right. But we give you the whole picture so that you can actually start your research in one place and end at yeah. I appreciate you allowing me to challenge you a little bit. It's just uh, there's there's such an interesting dynamic around this idea of branding and and very direct messaging. Um, sometimes uh, too much is too much, but mm-hmm. sometimes, as you've both eloquently put, uh, it forms part of, of of a whole that is so very important. Let's move the conversation again. Mm-hmm. The biggest challenge that you have faced so far is what? What's the biggest? challenge that you have faced and how did you overcome it one of the challenges we are still facing is um finances and handling finances 
handling uh, finances. Yeah, so so you <laughs> specifically handling finances. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, when we first started, I mean, um, we both started. Um, we first, we actually, after Torch started, we, we were started at the house. We we started operating from us. We um, only a few months moved over to offices and started building our team and took on more human capital and took on a lot of other things. So, By the way, you're in good company if you started in the garage. I mean, <laughs> locally, it's the Creative Council. Um, that's Gil Overt and Run Noyan. Yes. I mean, they, they correct, lots yeah. of people know about them. Internationally, we've got a big uh, business I think everyone knows called Apple. Yes. Uh, also started in a garage. So yeah. it's the, the right place to start. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So in, in, in a few months, we, were, we managed to move from, 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 from working from the house and we got our own offices. We got more people. But then there's a lot of things that, um, uh, well, business does not prepare us for. So things such as tax-related issues, you know, mm-hmm. that you, how do you submit, things of registration of VAT. And um, so luckily, you know, in terms of that, we've been going through an, an, a number of workshops, um, upskilling up ourselves and, and, and ensuring that we're able to do that. And at least I've got Michelle to always <laughs> ensure that um, our books are always in order because he's the so, one. That so you're <laughs> the auditor. <laughs> he's kind of like our, our in-house accountant yeah, no, as no. well. Okay, so, so there is one of the challenges that you have there and the solution that you are, are saying is that definitely go go out and educate yourself. Is Correct. that what you're saying? Yes. Um, acquire the skill. Go to the workshops. I mean, there's a num- number of places that you can go to. And also, w- one of the other challenges was also. Um, Incentivizing in Africa You know What would work in Zimbabwe Won't necessarily work In Nigeria Kenya So those are all Different markets And we And what was a big challenge Was for us to learn All those markets And learn what it is That they like What works in those countries Because one size Doesn't fit all When you're conducting Insights Or you're trying to gather Insights in African countries Mm. A black person In Nigeria Is very different To a black person In Zimbabwe Or a white person In Zimbabwe It's very different So Mm. we One of the biggest challenges Was also learning Those markets And finding out And investigating what would suit that market in terms of incentives and in terms of how it is that we get money through to them in incentivizing them for participating in some of our research activities. Mm. We built an app and that app is able to now um, 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 incentivize respondents in all those different countries. Mm. I, I want to go into, uh, I want to keep us on, on the business track here. So Michelle, then uh, in, in a high growth business, because you've, you've described the business as growing, uh, how do you know when to let go how much to let go and who to let go to because you have to do that you can't be the accountant and the the business development guy and the general manager and the, the spokesperson and all of these things all in one all the times so how do you know when to let go and how much to let go what is what's your experience been I think the idea is always to I would say to replicate yourself mm-hmm. uh, because entrepreneurs tend to have um, a very clear idea of what they want to uh, it, to happen, and they tend to not trust uh, anybody who does not understand the vision. So the first thing is actually to make sure that everyone in the company understand the vision where we are going. Once you you have that confidence that they do understand where we are going, then you can actually uh, start um, delegating. I guess it speaks to your relationship with each other, which was we have a have a vision 
that we both want to strive towards, yeah. if we can find people that are similar, that, that believe in it, mm-hmm. then we can begin to, to feel the confidence or the trust that you've highlighted. Everyone Maybe not the wholehearted trust that you've <laughs> expected about <laughs> <Yeah>. Tom. <laughs> um, but certainly that. Gentlemen, we're running out of time here, so I'm going to quickly shoot off a couple of questions and then we're going to have to wrap up. Uh, very, very quickly to our future CEOs community who are listening. What is a book that they absolutely must read? Michelle, you first and then Tabo. What's a book that they absolutely Absolutely, must read right now. Uh, the book that they can read. Uh, I'm, I'm reading a book by uh, South African uh, guy, uh, Marina Smagrook. Okay. Uh, Ninety things that entrepreneurs should do. Ninety things that entrepreneurs should do. Exactly. Good read. Um, kind of a book that inspired me was the power. Okay. And the secret. Just okay. those, th- those ones are kind of the books that kind of inspired me and put me in a position where I am now. Just, to be just this, this belief thing, this uh, yes, put it know. out to the universe, I vibrations. B- I believe in the power of the universe and the positive attitude and the and and and, and just what you give out is what you get back. Mm. And so I believe in 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 in, in the in the structure of all of that. So well, yeah. I'm glad that both of you are doing what you do uh, because. It, as you said, the, it's an untapped market in many in many ways. You guys are in a unique position. Thank you for for being here to share your journey with our future CEOs community. We have run out of time. Michelle Tabo, thank you so very much. Um, and I hope to see you guys back in studio in maybe a, a year or so it's time and just <laughs> seeing where, how far you have, have gone. And that's it. I think that's the same message that we want to send to all of you who are listening. Go out, do, grow. And uh, let's uh, do this thing together. We'll see you same time, same place next week here on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com.